SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. I'm your host, Michelle Davenport. Now let's get into it. Hi, friends. I'm Michelle Davenport. Welcome to Girl Talk. You're listening to episode 15. Today, we're talking about knowing your worth, knowing the value that God has put on you knowing who you are in Christ. So grab your coffee, your tea, your kombucha, whatever you're into, and let's have some girl talk. Know your worth and then add tax. Know your worth and then add tax. Amen. Amen. Do you know why us ladies, we we settle for less than what we're worth as women? Because we don't know our value. We don't know who we are in Christ. And if we did, we wouldn't settle for anything less than what God has for us. You know, uh, growing up, I watched my mom get married several times. She married really two good husbands in her lifetime. And she had been married seven times. So two out of seven. (laughs) The statistics weren't that great. Um, but she started out well and she ended well, but it was the men in between that wasn't all good choices. Um, and you know what? I believe, I don't believe in generational curses. I believe the, we're not under or bound by curses, but I do believe Romans 12 two, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world any longer, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. I believe we girls follow patterns. We follow patterns, and I did the same thing. Now, I take full responsibility for following my mama's pattern, but I still nonetheless followed it. Ladies, I would walk through a room full of wonderful men to get to the very back of the room, to the one that is a dr- in a drunken stupor or strung out on heroin or doing street drugs or smoking a joint. I would go all the way back, and I'd find that guy. And I'd look him, and I'd think, hmm, yeah, yeah, this is this is who I'm going to take home to mama. This is the guy I'm going to pick. I'm going to bring home. I'm going to I'm going to introduce him to grandma and grandpa. This is the one. Because you know what? I've seen woman after woman try to change him and he's not changed. But you know what? I'm woman enough. I am woman enough that I will change this guy. And you know what happened, y'all? I didn't change him. And not only did I not change him, He started to change me. Now, again, I'm going to say it. I take full responsibility for that. I chose to start doing drugs. I chose to drink like there was no tomorrow. I chose that behavior. But as I've said many, many times on our Girl Talk, listen, it is easier for you to become like them than for them to become like you. And I didn't change him. I tried and I tried and I tried. But you know what I found out later? I, once I figured out who I was in Christ and the value God put on me, 
I figured this out. It wasn't my job to change him. That was not my job. God did not, God did not allow me to be born so I could change that man. I could pray for him. I could believe God could turn him around, but it wasn't my job to change him. My job was to pray and pray hard. But I didn't know that back then. So I settled because I didn't know my worth. I didn't know, know my worth, girls. I seen my mama pick bad guy after bad guy. And sure, there would be moments in between that they seem like they're changing. And this is a word for someone listening right now. There's a guy that you are connected to and you do see change. But it's only after a bad incident that you see change. Oh, he can be the nice guy. Oh, he can be the guy that opens the doors, gives you flowers, boxes of candies, calls you, texts you. But that's after he's been the bad guy. That's after he's abused you. That's after he verbally hurt you. That's after he physically hurt you. That's actually after he has taken advantage of you in every single way. Then he comes and says, oh, I'm sorry. Here's some flowers. Forgive me. And he's that guy that you see for a split moment, girls, a split moment. And you think, yeah, 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 it's working. I'm changing him. No, you're not changing him. That's manipulation. What he's doing is he's changing for that moment. So you'll forgive him. So you can repeat the pattern. And then in three months or two months or two weeks, he says that horrible thing to you. He calls you names. He may even hit you. And then because he comes to you on his knees and crying and begging for mercy and and saying, I'm so sorry. Then you think you're changing him. But that's the cycle. That's the pattern, y'all. That's the pattern, girls. He gives you a glimpse of what he could be, but not willing to change. And you think you're changing him, but actually he's changing you. He's changing you in more ways than you will ever know until you get out. You do not know how broken you are until God heals you. I promise you that. And so listen, women of God. Know your worth. That man that abuses you in one way or another and then brings you flowers and candies and begs for forgiveness only so he can repeat the pattern, you are worth more than that. You are worth more than that, girls. Stop settling for less than what God already has planned for you. Don't go to the back of the room to get your choice of men. You passed up probably the man that God wanted you to have by going to the back of the room and getting that one you think you're going to fix, that you're going to change when you're the one, the only one that ended up changing. Not because it was his fault. No, you got your own fingerprint on it, girl. You got your own fingerprint on it, girl. Don't you dare blame him. You hooked up with him in the first place. You picked him in the first place. You said yes in the first place. So those are all your choices. But today you have a right to choose different based on your worth. Know your worth and then add text. Amen. Know your worth. Growing up, my stepdad had a, uh, he was the one of the two men that my mom picked that was awesome. And unfortunately, he died in a dune buggy accident in Galveston on the Bay Wall when I was eight. Eight or nine, I believe. He wasn't in our lives very long. 
way too short. But he had this CD, a CB, <laughs> CB player. And uh, for you younger generations that listen to Girl Talk, you're going to have to Google it. <laughs> Let me just tell you, it was back in the day, it was our cell phone. <laughs> and it was called a CB radio. Truck drivers use them. And we had one in our garage. And, and Gilbert said everybody could have a name, pick out their own name, and y'all could talk on the CB when he said you could. You know, there was a lot of times. And I picked out, everybody had a great name, and I picked out my name. And I don't remember what their name is. I just remember I really love their names. But I do remember my name, and my name was called the Good for Nothing. Now, if that doesn't say, they say names are everything. Everything's in a name. If that doesn't say something to me of what I might have thought of myself, in those days, the good for nothing was my CB name. And, and you know, it's kind of, I chuckle now, but looking back on that, I think somebody should have stepped up and said, no, 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 you are a, you are a mighty warrior for Christ. You are a woman warrior, <laughs> you know. You're a little princess. You're a princess of peace. I mean, I can think of 100 names right now what I could have named myself, but I named myself the good for nothing. You know, you start believing stuff when you start telling your stu- yourself stuff. And that kind of followed me. I don't believe it anymore. I know I am good for something. And you know what? I, I wrote a book called Made for Something and Save, uh, Made for More and Save for Something. Sorry, can't even remember my own book name. Made for More and Save for Something. I know who I am. I know my worth now. But I didn't back then. You know, you hear people, uh, including myself, say all the time, know who you are in Christ and you, or you'll become someone you never meant to be. Now, listen, that's good. That's a good, that's just a cliff, you know, bait. Know who you are in Christ or you'll become someone you're never supposed to be. That's all fine and dandy. But then what? Well, then we need to know who we were supposed to be like, who we are. And as I was reading in Joshua 1, 1 through 3, I kept seeing this, these things. I kept seeing three things. One, I will give you every place where you plan and place your foot, as I promised Moses. God was telling Joshua, listen, everywhere you place your foot, I will give it to you because I promised that to Moses. I will give it to you. I believe that's true even when we put our foot in the wrong place. Because I know in the Bible when they were carousing around and committing adultery and men were sleeping with men and women with women and so forth and so on. And God says, you know what? I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to let you have what you want. Go ahead. I'm going to let you have it. And I believe that he does that with us. When we step our foot in the wrong place, just like I did many, many times with men that I should not have stepped a foot in their direction for anything, but God allowed it. He says, I'm going to give you this land. I'll give you every place your foot hits. Like I promised Moses, you can take the good land. Or your fleet can to take somewhere else. They can go somewhere else. And I'll give you that too. And then the second thing he told him is God told Joshua all the territory he was going to give them. Every bit of it. You can have it all. You just need to put your foot on it. And you can have it. 
You know, it's sad to me, but they didn't take the whole territory. No, they take it like, I think, it, one-third. Yeah. And then the third thing he said, no one will be able to stand up against you. I will never leave you or forsake you. As I was with Moses, I am with you. But what really caught my eye was this, girls. Then God said, be, be strong, be courageous. And how do we be strong? How do we be courageous? We be by knowing. We be by knowing who we are in Christ. Because once you know, you become. Just like, you know, let me give you an example. Like if, if let's just say that you were teased as a child. I was. I was really, really skinny. And we'll just use me. I was going to use an example of just somebody. But let's use me. I was really, really skinny. And I know some of you are going, oh, yeah, that's horrible. (laughs) Be skinny. No, I mean, I was a toothpick and I hated it. So just like people that struggle with their weight just really don't like struggling with their weight. If anybody's out there ever struggled with just being skin and bones, you most people don't want to be that either (laughs) you know we want to just be you know just normal weight what people would think normal is and I was so skinny and I got teased so much I was called olive oil again (laughs) you're gonna have to google that for the younger generation but she was just skinny she was Popeye's girlfriend (laughs) and uh, I was called olive oil all the time and I hated it and you know what? People just kept calling me that. And, kept, and I started just thinking, yeah, that is what I am. I'm olive oil. I'm olive oil. I'm, I'm lanky, lanky olive oil. When you're called something a lot, you start to believe it. That's why it's, important, it's very important that we know our worth and we know our value. And we know where we get that from. We get that from the foot of the throne. We get that from Jesus. We get our value and our worth from Jesus. Not people, y'all. Not men, y'all, not your jobs, y'all, not your status, y'all, not that you're doing, you know, you get to be the deacon at the church or you're on the board or you have your own ministry. That's not where you get your worth and your value, y'all. That's all good and fine, but that's not, that should not be where you get your value. We get it from who we are in Christ, not just who we are, but who we are in Christ That's where we get our worth. That's where we get our value. Because once you know, it changes the trajectory of your life. Once you know who you are in Christ, it changes. You will no longer walk through a room full of good guys to get to the the one in the back that is definitely needing a healing and a deliverance. Not bad people, just bad choices. Romans 8, 16 says, I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I'm not an orphan. I haven't been abandoned. I am a child of God. My father never leaves me or forsakens me. I am saved by grace through faith. Ephesians 2, 8. Saved only by grace. Not performance. Not your job title. Not how many homeless people you feed or how many battered women's shelters you go to or how many clothes you give away or how much money you give away. I'm saved by grace through faith, and that's it. Ephesians 2.8. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. It means I can't earn it. Galatians 3.13. Redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Psalms 107.2. 
I am redeemed from the hand of the enemy. That means he may shoot those fiery darts, but they'll never penetrate. He may form a weapon against me, but it will never prosper. Deliver, I am delivered from the power of darkness, Colossians 1.13. I am set free, John 8, 31 through 33. I am complete in him, Colossians 2.10. You are being transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 1 through 2. I am created in God's image, and I am very good. I'm not half good. I'm not good for nothing. I'm good for something. Genesis 1, 31. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms 139, 14. I am chosen and appointed by Christ to bear his fruit. John 15, 16. Ephesians 1, 11. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Amen. Amen. Listen, girls. Listen, good. You are worth more than what you are accepting as acceptable behavior in your life. You are valued more than what you're being treated like. And I want you to know this and know it well. God loves you. And if you were the only one, according to the Bible, the only one living on earth, he would have sent his son just for you. Know your worth and then add tax, ladies. Just do that. Stop settling for less than what God has for you. It'd be like Christmas morning and you've got your kid... Your child, like, five gifts. Y'all don't know about how y'all do your Christmas, but sometimes I used to save the best for last. It'd be like you getting up on Christmas morning and you give your child the first gift, and usually that's like socks <laughs> or a shirt or an outfit or pajamas, whatever, just something. And then your the best was the last gift. It'd be like you just taking the first gift and what God has for you, you just, you don't take any more. You don't accept any more. You just open the first gift. When God had so much more for you. Listen, I know. I know because I've been there. I know. Because I've walked where many of you are walking right now. Because I didn't know my worth. And I settled for far less than what God had for me. And I know the tricks of the enemy to keep me planted exactly in the wrong position with the wrong relationship, doing the wrong thing, serving a devil and headed for hell. I know that because I've been there. I know the guy that you think everybody else hasn't changed, but you're going to be the superhero and you're going to come in and change him. Remember, you plant the seed. Somebody might water it, but God is the one that makes it grow. Don't you ever think that you're the one that's going to make a seed grow because you're not. And I've been there. And I'd like to say it only happened once, but it was almost every guy I ever chose. I always chose the wrong one, except for the one I married, my Superman. And I guess when it counted, I made the right choice. 
when it really counted. But too bad along the way until I found my Superman, I just was so abused emotionally, physically, and sexually because I did not know my worth. And because they would abuse me and then show up with flowers or candy or a card or all three at times and say, I'm so sorry, I'm working on it. I'm going to try hard. I'm going to try harder. Just forgive me, please. And then I think, okay, he is changing. Because I see for a split moment the man that I really want him to be. But girls, that's the thing. They can really be what you want them to be after they already messed up really bad. And then for that five minutes or that day or those two days, they are attentive to you. They treat you right. They open the door for you. I always use that. They open the door. I just think that's such a gentlemanly thing to do. They speak well to you. They put your needs before them. And then within three or four days, maybe a week, maybe a month, maybe three months, they turn around and they do it again. And they abuse you. And then they show up with flowers and want everything to be all well and done. And may I say to you, you deserve more than that. You deserve to be treated better than that. Your worth is worth more than that. I'm not saying they're not changing. I'm just saying this, girls. While God is changing them, while they're being healed, if that's their journey, it doesn't mean that you need to be the punching bag or the assault person that just takes it and takes it and takes it while they're going through it. No, step back. Plant those seeds and allow God to make them grow. Now, listen, this is a cold, hard fact. If they're not seeking after God's heart, they're not even going anywhere near God. Chances are that's fake and phony. And when they show up with those flowers, they may have well show up with a snake. Because it's not real. This is a wake up call for some of you that are listening. Girl talk today. This is a wake up call, y'all. You cannot sleep with a frog and expect you're going to wake up with a prince. You're not. God changes the heart of man, not people, but God. So if they're not chasing after God, how is God going to change them? And you just keep taking them back and accepting the behavior and saying, oh, okay, that's a sign of they're, they're going to do better because they showed up with flowers and treated me good for two days. No, that's a sign that they can manipulate you and you don't know your worth or your value. That's what sign that is. And I don't want you to fall for it, ladies. Do not fall for it any longer. Step back. Step back. And tell them, you am worth more. There is a woman. There is many women, but I know there is at least a woman out there right now that you know I'm talking to you. And you know you need to step back. And you know he hasn't changed. And because he can turn on the charm for five minutes, you think you're, you're, that, you know, that your prayers over him are being answered? Because he can manipulate you? That's not change. That's manipulation. That's him trying to get back in your good graces until he flips again. Allow God to heal his heart. Because, girl, you're not going to change him. 
He's going to change you. And I know this because I've been there. And I allowed it. And I don't want you to allow it. I don't want you to allow it. Because you are worth more. You are worth more, woman of God. Know your worth. Then add tax. It's time to level up. And I mean level up. Quit accepting crumbs when God has a banquet table. Because you're worth more. And I don't care if your mama, your granny, your auntie, and everybody in your family line has settled. Somebody's got to step up and be the hero in your life. Because if you don't have kids now, you're going to have them. And they're going to look at what your choices you made. And although they can't blame you, they can repeat the pattern. And do you want them repeating that pattern? If I'm going to set a pattern, I'm going to set a pattern of the word of God. If my girls are going to follow a pattern after me, I want them to follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. That's what the Apostle Paul said. Amen. We got to be careful, girls, and what we're allowing in our lives. Because you allow it for too long and it does become a pattern. Amen. Amen. I just love having this coffee time together. I love speaking my heart with you girls. I hope you had time to finish your tea, your coffee, your kombucha, whatever you're drinking during this time together. I never want to leave you without leaving where you can uh, you can contact me at. You can get a hold of me on Facebook at Faith Builders Ministries, Inc. or Arthur Michelle Davenport, Michelle with one L. You can also listen to me on the Christian Mix 106 on Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern. Also on Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern for Girl Talk and Saturday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Eastern for Girl Talk. No excuse for you to miss Girl Talk. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, I enjoyed our time together. I just ask you have a blessed week. Go out there and be an answer to somebody else's prayer. Because why? <laughs> because it will change you. <laughs> All right. Until we talk again, God bless you. Bye-bye. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.